You have questions? We have answers. We're two Southern moms on the backside of raising kids. And we have some things to say. We've lived life, made mistakes, and learned some lessons. Join us for answers to the questions you, you just, just want to ask your mom. mom. Hey, welcome to another Just Ask Your Mom podcast. I'm Renee Sproles. And I'm Bonnie Blaylock. Well, today we're talking about marriage and how to do a little course correction. So, Bonnie, where do the days go? I wish I knew. <laughs> I do not even know. Life gets so busy. It's easy for one day to blend into the next with work and kids and chores. And before you know it, it's pretty common to find ourselves feeling testy with our spouses. Yeah, something's off, but the youngest is sick and you were up all night. So maybe it's exhaustion. Probably exhaustion. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Or he was gone for three days last week for a work trip and you were juggling everything at home and you haven't had time to connect. Yeah. I remember feeling that like, hey, Me I've too. had every, I've had everything going here mm -hmm. in perpetual motion. <laughs> Step aside, sir. Step aside. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Back up. <laughs> Don't need your input. So yeah, if any of this is striking a nerve, well... You're not alone. You're not. Within marriage, it's so easy to slide into kind of an autopilot and just let things fly. But the truth is we know there are tons of little shifts in the wind that can blow us just slightly off course. Yeah. It's rare for a marriage to veer all of a sudden 90 degrees off course for the plane to fall out of the sky. Most often it happens a degree at a time. And before you know it, you thought you were heading to San Francisco that was the plan. But here you are in northern Canada. And how did that happen? <laughs> right. <laughs> You're looking around and there's mountains where there shouldn't be mountains. Well, today we're giving you some practical and doable tips to make sure that you're staying on course. If you do these things early and often, it will save you tons of frustration and counseling sessions in the future. Not that we're opposed to counseling sessions. No, we love no, them. We're, we're good. It's just you, you can save a little money there. That's right. Well, so if you're already wandering around in the Canadian tundra, just start from where you are. Yeah, you can either make a hard turn or get back with small corrections, which is how you got here in the first place. Right. So all of this kind of hinges around what we're calling love accounts, which um, is not a new idea. It's been out there in the literature and in the, in the marriage community for a while. Probably a lot of us are, f are familiar with this love account concept. It works like a bank account. Every day we're making deposits and withdrawals from our spouse's account. Yep. So we're not keeping score with a ledger. It's more like an overall feeling of satisfaction that can come from an account that's not overdrawn at the minimum, or feeling we're a well-oiled machine working together and communicating when those deposits are frequent. It's more than just knowing that we're loved. It's feeling that we're loved. And I think when we first get together, when we're first married, when you're in the la-la land, <laughs> you're, it's natural to make those deposits. It's mm -hmm. easy. Mm -hmm. He's thoughtful. She's affectionate. She compliments, he picks up the slack, but over time, as we get busier and more comfortable, it's common to make fewer of those deposits and more withdrawals. And that's not great for the bank account. No, it's not. So what happens then when someone's or both spouses accounts feel depleted? Well, you're less tolerant, you get defensive, you're more reactive, you're overly sensitive, or you might even find yourself picking fights. Right. What do you mean by that? banging those dishes a little loudly to express frustration and disappointment. Oh, um, that's your plan for the kids today? Okay. okay. 
<laughs> That's the outfit you put her in. Great. <laughs> nice hair. Nice hair job. <laughs> yeah. Or you, or maybe you're never repairing after an argument or disagreement. You just drop it and leave it hanging in limbo. Yeah. Repairing after stuff is so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the most important things. So we'll talk about that. Yeah. So, okay. How to fix the account? Well, if you're overdrawn, you... You make more deposits. Make more deposits. That's right. Lots of them. Multiple daily deposits. You're busy. You're so busy that you think you don't have time to talk. But this is not true. Go to refer to our Life Rules podcast where I tell you that you're probably doing what you want. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, yeah, you're not so busy that you can't say a few words. Yeah. Even in passing. A text during the day Uh that goes a long way with me, David. Thank you for doing that. Quick expressions of affection. A touch. Brushing the shoulder as you walk by. Right. Instead of the usual peck on the cheek when you leave for work. And if if it's not a usual peck on the cheek, then that needs to be probably a usual thing. Yeah. Yeah. But if if you've let that slide and you haven't done that in a while, um, make it a lingering kiss. One that grosses the kids out. Mm. Just for fun. Yeah. We were known as the parents who make out in the kitchen. And honestly, all we did was just kiss on the lips. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> like, come on, get y'all. A, get a room. What are, what are they, what's everybody else's parents doing? So, yeah, if it's not a habit to kiss goodbye and hello, make that effort. Um, go to bed and say, I love you to each other right mm-hmm. before you go to sleep. Yep. Spend a minute. I know if, like, if you're like me, you get about three minutes and you're going to literally... <laughs> spontaneously combust so <laughs> you can spoon for about three minutes and then it's like i got you gotta uh, uh, get uh, yeah. uh, get the covers off the covers the, off no one's touching me yeah so yeah three minutes is enough sometimes it's yes. okay yeah um go complete a chore for somebody else yeah or offer to take the kids outside for 30 minutes give somebody alone time yeah um there was the 20 second hug david came to me with data on the 20 second hug and what it does to your yes all your good hormones in your body. Yes. We call that hug therapy. <laughs> and most of the time I'd start out like arms stiff at the side mm-hmm. with this face, you know, okay, 20 seconds. Is it over yet? <laughs> and by the end you've warmed up and it's funny and it's playful. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It's really fun. It's fun to do with your kids too. But since your account is the sum of the deposits and the withdrawals, you at least need to also reduce your withdrawals. So pay attention to those loose words your really bad body language, that's damaging. And your kids are noticing it too, by the way. Yeah. They're true. noticing it. And guess what? They're considering it normal. Mm-hmm. You're telling them what's normal. Then this is how marriages work. Mm-hmm. This is what you can expect when mm-hmm. you two get married someday. Yeah. Yeah. Let that sink in for a minute. They're always watching, even when you think that they're not. Yep. So, uh, accept the sloppy deposits. Yep. Trying does count. Notice the deposits that somebody is making into your account, even if they're not quite hitting the mark. Yeah. So you may have forgotten how to do this if you're five or 10 years into a marriage and things have slid off course. So grace is good. Missing or overlooking a deposit can feel like a withdrawal. So when they make a sloppy deposit, you need to acknowledge it. Yeah. Thanks. I saw that. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. That's Thank all you need you to for do. Doing that. It doesn't mean you have to be over the top, throwing a parade and being all gushy about it. It's just, yes. it's just noticing it. That's all. Um, if you criticize that deposit, it counts as a double withdrawal. So 
they attempted to do the daughter's hair in the morning. And not only do you make some snide remark about it, but, you know, you dig a little bit. Mm-hmm. You, you never, have you not figured that out by now? Yeah. You don't know how to do your own daughter's hair? I mean, you're criticizing it and it's taking even more and more out of that account. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's worse than ignoring. Cue Masaru Emoto's rice experiments. Mm. The rice that was told ugly words. The rice in the water. That was told ugly words rotted mm. over 30 days. And the rice that was ignored um, was kind of in this chaotic state of decay. They're both really bad. But the rice that was told good words and praised flourished and it grew sprouted. and sprouted. It sprouted. Right. So you can't really deny the effect of words on yeah. living things. People included. Yeah. People Y'all, included. I'm, I'm a freaking gardener over here. And the only thing I started doing was... Blessing my plants. I know. <laughs> it's the craziest thing I ever did see. True. True story. <laughs> I can attest. There's a witness sitting across from me right here. It's really bizarre. <laughs> so I'm going to give you three quick minutes that can change your marriage. Okay? Everybody's got three minutes in a day. Set a timer. For the first minute, all you're going to do is hold hands and look into each other's eyes. Don't look away. Don't say anything. Just gaze into each other's eyes. Get a read on the person. Is it going to feel awkward? Probably. Does it make a connection? Absolutely. So keep holding hands. Just look into each other's eyes. And that second minute, start the timer again. And the husband's going to pray for the wife. Just 60 seconds. That's it. If you've never prayed before, all you got to do is make it through a minute. Gratitude, petition, intercession, whatever moves him. And that third minute, the wife's going to pray for the husband. Same deal. Gratitude, intercession, whatever moves you to pray for your husband. Three minutes a day to create a powerful, spiritual, and emotional intimacy and connection. I want to ask you, who is too busy for that? That's crazy, Bonnie. Have you and Bobby done that? We have. David and, and I have not done it. We uh, hopefully by the time this plays, we have, we have tried it. We've done it. Um, I did it spontaneously one time um, in one of our parenting classes when we were talking about the husband-wife relationship. And um, I was like, all right, hold up. We're doing this practice thing. And, and it was really awkward. And they're not alone. You know, you're in a classroom full of people, but it's it's low. They're not saying things too out loud. Mm-hmm. But by the end, several couples were weeping openly. That's how intimate mm-hmm. and touching that is. And several said afterwards, we've never done that. before. We've never prayed for each other before. We've mm-hmm. never just given each other like a solid one minute of looking each other in the eyes and being seen by the other person. I'm telling y'all, three minutes. Everybody has three minutes. Everybody can carve out three minutes. Yeah. Wow. To get back on course. That's crazy. You you know, where did y'all learn that? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't remember learning it from any specific place. It was just a, he probably got it. It was probably a Tony Robbins thing or something from way back (laughs) in the day. I don't know. That he instituted one time. We don't do it all the time. But yeah. I mean, I've heard of churches doing it, which just sounds terrifying to turn to your neighbor and oh. stare into their eyes. Yeah. Which, introverts are oh, withering. Introverts in unite. Like we march out for that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. But no, with your spouse, you should be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, wow. And it's just a good marker, a good test of how, you know, if it's really, really awkward, then you've gotten off a little bit. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be really awkward to mm-hmm. do that with your spouse. And it'll get unawkward pretty quickly. If yeah. you do that on a regular basis. Yeah. The eyes are the window to the soul. Mm. And I can see why that would be. 
sometimes that's really all it is. Intimate. You don't even get to the prayer and you mm-hmm. start you start mm-hmm. tearing up a little bit. It's mm-hmm. just it's sweet to be seen by someone. Yeah. Okay, so back to the love accounts. Mm-hmm. You're making multiple intentional daily deposits. Sometimes they're awkward, sometimes they're clunky, sometimes they're forced, but you're getting better at it, I bet, as you keep trying. Mm-hmm. Um another great way to to make these deposits is the couch time concept, which we've talked on here before. Um, we did this. We've done this for years, years. haven't we? Mm-hmm. Um, that's just a quick daily check-in and connection with your spouse. And the children are not allowed to interrupt unless there's someone bleeding, not ble- not breathing, or they need to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. which the potty training years, they have you. <laughs> they have you. That's right. But... Um, it is a good way to gauge how you're doing. Our, we're, we're at our best, David and I, when we're doing this. Yeah, I think we are too. Um, just a quick check-in. Yeah. Um, and even if the kids are gone from the house, it's, oh. it's good to just sort of, all right, everyone's back in the home at the end of the day. And it's, I mean, it can be five minutes. Mm-hmm. It can be 10 minutes. Um, how you doing? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Something good happened today? Tell me something you're feeling really heavy about yeah. today. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I loved hearing about David's day. I just wanted him. He's such a great talker and storyteller. And I'd be like, I just need an adult to talk to me. <laughs> Tell me about your day and like, give me all the details. And he would. He would just go into the details of what he did during the day with all the other grownups out in the world. And and then um, and then I would tell him about my day. We tried to not always keep it um, about the kids. We tried to keep it about us. But it had to somewhat be mm-hmm. about the kids because that was my day. Mm-hmm. So we talked about him some. Great memories, great time. Yeah, so that's a great habit to get into. Um, and it's probably, what does it take to make a habit? 21 days, something like that? Yeah, that's what they say. Anyway, set yourself a goal. And after 21 days of doing couch time every day, go out for an awesome date somewhere. If you take our class, the winner gets a free date. That's right. With a restaurant gift card. Uh-huh. So each week, you're just going to do a check-in with each other. So you've got a couch time, which is kind of a daily check-in. Mm-hmm. And you can do that three-minute thing anytime you want. To add okay. a little spark back so in. So we got the, the little daily things we're going to do All right now. Right. So each week, you're going to check in with each other. Maybe it's a good idea to put it on the calendar as a regular thing. Like maybe every Sunday evening when you're getting ready for the week ahead. See what's coming up. Um, ask each other to rate your account balance. Hmm. One to ten. What could you do to raise that score? And is there anything that didn't get repaired this week? Hurts or unresolved argument? If there is then repair it. You know that Sunday night or whatever it is, the time that you set on your schedule is going to be the time that I've got to remember to repair X, Y, and Z. Mm. So don't leave out that step. If you let these unresolved hurts slide or you stuff all that consistent wounding down, it's going to pave the road to fractures and resentment and erode your trust. So that's just what you're going to do every week. And also you can say something you are grateful for. Oh, please do. Yeah. But, yeah. Make but more deposits. Make more deposits. Yeah. But like the wins, right? The wins. Let's do business speak. Yeah. All the positive stuff first. And opportunities for improvement. <laughs> yeah. <and> growth. <laughs> yes. Growth opportunities. So yeah, this is, listen, moms, we're at a season of life where we see the, the ramifications of not doing this. So please do it. It does not, it, it, it's not good for you mm-hmm. in the long run. So there's just so, if you think it's uncomfortable right now when you're 30, just wait till you're 50. Mm-hmm. Right. When you're so far off course, you don't even recognize what planet you're on anymore. Yeah. 
you don't even recognize that person sitting across from you and you can't even begin to figure out how to forgive them. Yeah. Don't be in that place. Don't do it. So if you can take these little moments and I know husbands are going to be like, what? We got to sit and do what? Uh And talk about us. Uh We got to (laughs) talk. But it's 10 minutes. It's on the calendar. It's just a, it's a family meeting and you're just checking in. Mm -hmm. So you're listening. When you're checking in, you're going to listen. You're probably each say some positive and some negative things, but this is their experience. This is their perspective. So just hear it. Mm -hmm. So if this is not your usual MO (laughs) or you have lots of years of resentment, this may take some practice to just listen and not speak. They're not a, it's not a blame session or here's your list of all the things you did this week that I want to criticize. Those are withdrawals. Remember, mm-hmm. we're not doing withdrawals in this process. So can we give them an example of how this would go? Like pretend I'm the wife and you're the husband. What are you going to tell me that I did this week? That's like unresolved. Give me an example. It's unresolved. Yeah. Like you're, you're like, or like an unresolved argument or a hurt or, you know, something that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm the husband. Um, and you're listening. Right. Me, right. Okay. Uh, you know, last Monday when I was supposed to be taking out the trash or whatever, and then I kind of got hijacked by our three-year-old, I didn't get to take out the trash and you were really mad about that, but I wasn't, I wasn't trying to make you mad. So I'm going to be better about taking the trash out consistently so that you don't have to ask me about it. But I really wish you wouldn't have hurt my feelings by yelling. And I really wish you would have taken out the trash. <laughs> That's what you don't say, moms. Right. <laughs> you say, um, thank you for telling me what happened and for wanting to make more effort. I appreciate that. Or you say nothing. You just listen. Right. Or you can say, you know what? I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you. And if you want to be really humble, you're right. I was, I probably made a withdrawal there. I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Perfect. Should have just waited. There you go. Now you've repaired it and now you've, you've heard what they're saying. Mm-hmm. You've kind of tried to make it right. So like the wife could say, so you said, um, you said you were going to move that big heavy box up the stairs for me, but it's been sitting there at the bottom of the stairs all week and I have to step around it and the kids want to climb on it and it's really frustrating to me. So if I've been like a little snippy with you that's why so please forgive me for not just telling you hey I need you to move that box could you do that right now I'll watch the kids I'm trying to make a way instead of just stuffing it and this passive aggressive making, yes making you guess waiting, why I'm in a bad mood <laughs> seeing how long it's gonna take for that box to get moved you know how we do that passive aggressive stuff I'm just gonna leave the dishes and just see uh-huh. Uh-huh. Pile them up, pile them up, pile them up. Right. Don't, okay. Don't do that. And that, that would be like a, something a wife would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so then a husband could like, Oh, I hear you. I hear you about that. And I get that was probably frustrating and that's totally on me. I'm going to take it up when we're done with this. I'm going to take it up. Remind me. You can just go right now real quick. I'll be right for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that, Bonnie? Not right. Not interrupt the thing. No. (laughs) Okay. I got it. I got Got it. it. Before the night is done, it will be gone. You won't see it anymore. Okay. So there you go. So you're verifying what the person's saying. You're hearing it. You're trying. You're not. It's not this back and forth blaming kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Hopefully within that conversation that we talked about, you know, you're so big and strong. And that's why I want you to take that box up. It would kill me, but it's nothing for you. 
Ugh. Do some compliments too. I don't think I you could know, do that. I'd like to hear that. <laughs> so also I would say don't rely on your, um, especially if you're 5, 10, 15 years in, don't rely on your assumptions of your old interpretation of how mm. your spouse always is, right? Because within your marriage, if you're married 30, 40 years, you're going to be married to several different versions of the same person. Ooh, this is good. So, you know, early on, you weren't communicating well. They weren't getting stuff. They were letting things slide, whatever. And that you put that stamp on there. That's how he always is. So give your spouse some credit for growth and update your maps often. That's so good. You know, we see this a lot with our families of origin. So we're like, we're doing some work on ourselves. We go back for Thanksgiving and we just like, we revert and we're like, you have this out of body experience. Like I thought I'd, I thought I'd make growth. What happened to me? Right. Well, I have, you know, 10 people in the room who have these other expectations of me. They expect me to behave this way or respond this way or be this kind of person. And I'm not that person anymore. I was, I'm not even denying that I was that person. You become the worst version of yourself with the people who are expecting you to be that version. That's so good. I see it with extended families, but you can do it with your own immediate family members, your husband, your children, your children, grandchildren. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So I think to give other people grace and you know how you've changed and you've grown. Mm -hmm. Well, they likely have too. So give them that, um, benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And don't just assume, I shouldn't even ask about that heavy box because he's not going to do it. He never has. Don't Mm. assume that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So good. Um, So what are some things we need to be aware of when we're kind of in this checking in weekly thing? David is so good at this. Um, One thing you do is you talk about the behavior, not the personality, which just goes to what we were just saying just then. It's not who they are. It's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're, you know, maybe they're characterized by it. So it's something we have to work on. That's how you raise children. Yeah. But um, just watch how you word it that way. Uh, you can focus on how the behavior affects you. So, hey, when I count on you to to, to do that and then it doesn't get done, I feel um, forgotten or like my I'm not a priority for you. That makes me feel sad. Yeah. The when, fill in the blank, I feel, fill mm-hmm. in the blank statements are so good. Yeah. And for into that point, be specific. Not you always. When you always... <laughs> do this I feel never. <laughs> yeah or you never that's right um sticking to the present don't dredge up the past that's the beauty of checking in regularly there shouldn't be a ton in the past anyway because right. mm-hmm. you're keeping short accounts with each other um ask yourself the question am I part of the problem here yeah are you are you even expressing your needs are you just expecting them to read your mind because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they can't right they can't yeah <laughs> Yeah, and or they would already know if they loved me. They would already know. Nope, mm, not really. Yeah, just say what you want. Say what you mean. Say what you need. Yeah, use your words. That's what we tell our two-year-olds. Use yeah. your words. Yeah, not your screeching. Um, and pick a neutral place and time. Yeah, timing is everything here, especially if you have little people in the house. It's, you need to find a quiet time. You mm. can do this. Right. So probably after bedtime is good. And then just honor, I would say also just honor the, honor the check-in and honor the person. So don't be defensive because you're listening. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't be defensive. Um, don't be dismissive. Oh, the box isn't really that big a deal. 
But if it's that important to you, I guess I'll do it. Don't, don't dismiss it. It's important to her. It's important to you mm-hmm. and don't deflect. So didn't we talk about this box last week? <laughs> like mm-hmm. turning mm-hmm. or turning a comment towards yourself. Don't do any of those things. Yeah. So just to summarize here, you're rating your account balance and you're talking about what you could do to raise the score and then you're resolving what got undone. The beauty of this is that the thing you thought was super important on Tuesday, maybe not be so important, might not be so important Mm. come Sunday. Mm -hmm. Letting a little, letting a little space go um, before you bring stuff up, knowing that you're going to have an opportunity to bring stuff up. Yeah. Might help your triage a little bit. Right. And remember, you're still ideally doing those daily couch daily, times too. That's right. And you can do a repair right. anytime and should probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, you should, over time, ideally, you're going to get quicker with your repairs because you know it's coming. I'm going to mm-hmm. have to do it on Sunday. Might as well do it on Tuesday mm-hmm. <laughs> just mm-hmm. to get it over with and clear the air. Yeah. And no, you know, I'm thinking about seasons of life. We've had lots of seasons of life in over mm-hmm. 30 years. There's times where I'm like, you know what? My expectation for what I'm asking from David is changing right now, just temporarily because we're in this nutty season mm-hmm. where we're just surviving because, you know, like in the middle of a move from state to state or you know, at work, things are really crazy mm-hmm. or maybe I've been sick. There's one, one winter where like I got the flu and then like the kids all got sick. I mean, it was just one thing after another. Yeah. I mean, he didn't come home going, Hey Renee, those school books didn't get put away <laughs> and the vacuum and it's actually not looking so good around here. No, he gave me grace. And then we kind of re yeah. revamped and got back on track. Oh yeah. That's going to happen context. on both sides. Context. Context. Exactly. People. Context. Exactly. So a friend of mine, Kira Whitaker, owner of Arden Yoga and Wellness, she's going to be a guest on our show sometime in the future. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited mentioned something to me that she and her husband have done for years. It's called the FANOS check-in, F-A-N-O-S. It's an acronym. It was developed by Deborah Lasser, and a lot of couples have found it a really helpful way to reconnect at the end of the day and stay connected through the week. So it's just another version of what we're talking about right now, these weekly check-ins. So this is an acronym that is derived from a Greek word meaning to shed light on. And that's exactly what a structured check-in is designed to do. Each of us sheds light on our inner world, the parts of our minds and hearts that are not seen on the outside. And the more we do that, the more we can find the acceptance and love we seek. Hmm. So um, F is for feelings. A is for affirmations or appreciation. N is for needs. O is for ownership. And S is for struggles. So let's just walk through each one of these. Uh, Feelings is an emotion you experience today. Um, You can use that feelings wheel we've talked about on here. Mm -hmm. You can get me one of those for my birthday, Bonnie. Big old feelings (laughs) wheel to hang in my office. (laughs) So you're just going to share an emotion that you felt during the day. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I was so happy I got to talk to my best friend today. Mm Mm-hmm. I was so, I so that. happy. I got to spend time outside outdoors in the sun. It mm-hmm. makes me feel so good inside. Right. Or, oh, I got something in the mail that was addressed to my dad and I'm really missing him. Yeah. Just a little stuff. It doesn't have to be 
big old therapy session. Yes. That's it. Yes. And then the affirmation or appreciation is a positive word for your partner, for who he or she is, and you're telling them something you appreciate about them that they've done today. You are blank, and I appreciated it when you did blank. So you are dependable, David, and I appreciate that you always, on your way home from work, stop at the end of our driveway and pick up the mail and bring it in. I literally cannot remember the last time I had to do that, I guess, just when you're not here. Mm-hmm. It's just, it just magically appears on my kitchen counter every day. <laughs> oh, wait, that's yeah. actually you doing it. That's a small one, but it could be that. What else, Bonnie? I love that. Okay, oh, this is, you are playful, mm-hmm. and I appreciated it when you walked by the refrigerator and gave me a little tickle the other day. Perfect. Something like that. Yeah. You are um, thoughtful. And I really appreciate that check-in text. It just says, how's the day going? Oh, that's a great one. I love that. Or ask me, is there anything I can pick up on the way home? Oh, yeah. Or anything like that. That's a good one. Anything you need for dinner. Um, you are a wonderful cook. And I love it when you make these amazing meals. Perfect. You are an amazing writer. And I love those hilarious lyrics and poems you write. Limericks that you used to write for our home Bible study. Oh, wait, I'm not married to you. But that's how it works. You can do it with yeah, a friend. you can do it with anybody. That's awesome. <laughs> Who doesn't want to hear that, right? Yes. Okay, so the next one is needs. So you're telling your partner something that you need from them. And this could be a need that you just recognized or maybe one that you've mentioned before that still hasn't been met. And don't skip this one. Sometimes you might have to think for a minute before you can verbalize what you need. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of moms, it's going to be, I really need, I just need 20 minutes of alone time. When you, maybe when you first come home, we do our little couch time for a minute and then you've got the kids for 20 minutes and I'm outside. Nobody's going to come and look for me or need me for anything. Perfect. I really need you to just fold this little laundry tonight. I know that's usually how we've divided and conquered. That's usually my job. Can you just pick that slack up? Mm Mm-hmm. You. you know, any, just anything. I need a hug. Oh, David yeah. would love it if I said that. I need a hug. <laughs> he would fall on the floor in shock and then he would get up and be like, yes, please. There you go. That's what you need to do tonight. <laughs> this very evening. It's oh. your assignment. All right. Then the next one is ownership. So this goes back to our little check-in that we did um, before. Yeah. What have you done wrong that you need to take ownership of? And this can be one of the most healing and connecting points. So People are afraid of this one and -hmm. we shouldn't be. It's the one that's Mm going to give you the most change and the most course correction guaranteed hands down 100%. Yeah. So, um, I was supposed to pick up dry cleaning today. Oh, and I didn't do it. I'm so sorry. Will you forgive me for that? Mm -hmm. I will make sure first thing tomorrow when they open, I'm there. Sure. Of course. I understand. Yeah. Life is busy. Um, or it could be, um, Oh, I forgot to schedule the carpets to be cleaned like you asked me to do. I'll, I will do that tomorrow when they're back open again. There you go. Yep. I, oh, I forgot this. I forgot soccer practice. And I know you told me to take the whole thing when we went to soccer practice, but I forgot his uniform and it was just a disaster. So can you please help me like make a system so that we, we can work on that better? Maybe we can use that awesome fair play system where I take ownership of the whole task. Yes. That's a check out go. that podcast yes. moms. If that one's the one for you. All right. And then the last one is struggles. It can also be sobriety. Um, so agree together beforehand or what on what struggle topic you're going to discuss. So it can be your diet, 
exercise, your perfectionism, your criticizing, your compulsively checking up on your partner, your defensiveness. Um, if you're working on sobriety, it can be your recovery work, your sobriety date. That you get the idea. I like this one so, so much because, again, the person who loves you the most in the world or should be, the person who has your back, is who you're checking in with for accountability. Mm. Yeah. That feels so good. So that's building trust. Yeah. That's a course correction. I love that. I do, too. And you're not going outside the relationship, you know. To get that. With potential temptations. Yeah. To get that from somebody else. Mm Mm-hmm. So, oh, so, so good. So thank you to Kira for, for telling me about that. One of the little caveats is that you do need to maintain eye contact and you usually do it the same time every day. Again, that's just for consistency's sake. One person goes through the entire F-A-N-O-S and then the other person goes through the entire F-A-N-O-S. If you're really good at this, you can get this done in just a couple of minutes, they say. I I, I was thinking more like, 10 or 15 when I was first reading this, but they were like, no, really it can be, you can yeah. just clip along. So dink, 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 dink. Right. So, so you're time not to... really giving feedback or fixing or doing any of the big, long, heavy conversation stuff. Yes. It's just, this is their check-in. Remember like a little barometer. You're just glancing at the wall. Here's my two minute barometer. Mm-hmm. Here's your two minute barometer. Boom. We're done. Yep. So you're not giving feedback or fixing. That's why you can go fast. You just listen. you be present. You'll even have, if you're doing this during couch time, you have time to do the three minute gaze into your eyes. Pray for each other and you end up in weeping puddles on the floor. I and mean, the kids will be all confused. Like, what is happening to mom and dad? Your three-minute gazing into the eyes, your 20-second hug, and your two-minute Thanos. There we go, people. You're living your best life now. Five minutes and 20 seconds. And you're back on course. Awesome. Oh, So if you do want to respond, they recommend just waiting. And even to the next day, because you, you just show, hey, I'm listening to oh, you. I really like that. I do, too. Then you've... you've Kind of been forced to think about it for a minute and remember what was yeah. said the previous day. I think that's an excellent idea. And just be, um, what is it? The scripture tells us, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Mm-hmm. Which, if you are quick to listen and slow to speak, that seems like the natural consequence that will happen. Is yes. that people will be slow to get angry, including yeah. yourself. I love that. Yeah. So good. Okay. So then you've got like quarterly and yearly kind of check-in things, right? Yeah. So we've got daily and then weekly and so our quarterly one um you're looking more at this is kind of what you your david was doing that you mm-hmm. guys do together you're just ranking and listing rank the one to ten and listing things um by category how like on a how i feel we're doing scale and then you can talk about your intentions for each category like in a spiritual category in a work category family intimacy money communication you can make, come up with your own categories if you want. Yeah, David has the seven Fs. Faith, right. family, friends, finances, fun, fitness. There's one more. I can't think. So they're all, yeah, they're all. So yeah, great categories. Mm-hmm. So you're just getting together every quarter saying, how do I feel we're doing in all these categories? Mm-hmm. And you just kind of talk about it. He rates himself at the beginning of the year on where he thinks he is and then where he would like to be. So he's not going for a 10 and everything in no, theory. too much pressure. Yeah. He's going from like a four to a six. Okay. And a six to a seven or an eight. Yeah. That kind of thing. And he's also ranking them in order of importance. So he's going to give more attention to like say faith and family than fun, but fun's important. So, you know, it's going to fall somewhere. Yeah. On there. Um, yeah. Go and back then, and listen to that podcast. That was such a good it's one. It's a good one. And then he does these quarterly check-ins on it. 
And then he re-ranks himself. And that's a course correction thing. You're doing a quarterly check-in so that you're not like, oh, yeah, I forgot all about that yeah. one. Or I got way off track here. I'm just going to eh, get mm-hmm. back on get back on course. So for money, for example, if your goal is together, okay, we want to buy a house in the next couple of years. Um, your satisfaction's a five. Your spouse says, okay, I'm a seven on that. But together, you're going to eat out only once a week. So you can save money. And then, all right, if either one of us wants to spend more than 250 on something, we need to check with each other first. Yeah, 250 Bonnie, ours was 100. like $50. <laughs> For years, ours was $50. Whatever like, I know inflation, okay? I know there's been inflation. Yeah. But seriously, it was really low. Right. You, so, we were checking in a lot. And the checking accounts available to everyone, you know, to Correct. see, obviously. So, yes. yeah, then you just get back on track and meet your goal. Yeah. So David's like, bring that back. <laughs> bring that $50 limit back. <laughs> Boy, I can't walk into Sprouts and come out oh, any with two bags for under 50 bucks. No. Um, okay. So then you're going to be checking in yearly. So this is more for overall direction and purpose than the daily things. This this is the fun stuff. Even the quarterly check-ins. I love these kinds of things. Um, where you're talking about your goals, your dreams, what do you want to accomplish, how you think the family's going, yeah. where you want to be with each child in another year, Big working your way back. Um, yeah, and, and even with your, not just your marriage, but even like, what do we, do we need to make more friends? <laughs> yeah. Do we need to, are, are we involved in our church like we should be? Um, what about our neighborhood, you know? Yeah, really like big Big goals, big, big stuff. Dreams. Yeah. And I think this is so good because we talked about earlier how we need to update our maps of mm-hmm. each other. And I think this yearly check-in thing kind of does that because you mm-hmm. can grow a lot in the space of a year. Mm-hmm. You can change your direction or your desires or your hopes or find find new things interesting in the space of a year. So if you're not sharing this sort of thing regularly, you may be missing out on who that other person is becoming, what interests them, what mm-hmm. sparks joy in them and ways that they can reach and stretch to become better. So... Um, you're missing out on supporting your spouse through that. Mm-hmm. So checking in and going like, where are, where are you here? Like, what is it you really want out of life? How can we help each other get there? Yeah. Instead of just uh, humming along in the same old lane. And then when you get our age or in your forties and life smacks you in the face, <laughs> right? you're not going, wait, wait, how do we get here? What happened? Exactly. I'm so confused. I'm so disappointed. I'm so disillusioned. You don't even know me. Absolutely. Um, there's so many times, yeah, I know you've heard us talk about on here, working with your children on one behavior at a time. So we would decide for each child, all right, this one is really having issues with honesty and this one's really having issues with, um, diligence, self-control or or whatever it is. So we're going to put that on a three by five card, stick it on the fridge. And that's going to be the one thing that we focus on for a while. Um, if you don't, you're overwhelmed and correcting for every little thing and, Everything gets off the rails. So the same is true here. You get these reminders in front of you. Um, Put them on your dashboard or your bathroom mirror or your window over the sink where you spend a lot of time. And you can post your three highest goals, your three highest values, and your three worst distractions. Mm. Um, So that can kind of help you get back on track every day. What have you done this year, this month, or today to contribute to those goals and values? And what kind of distractions can you eliminate? Didn't we say this on here one time? Every decision you make is a vote for the person you want to become. Yes. This is kind of like that. It kind of is. Yeah. So every one of these is a vote for the marriage you want to have. I love that. 
There's an awesome marriage positive account on Instagram called at meet underline the Freemans with Jocelyn and Aaron Freeman that contains a lot of helpful and insightful tools like this. And they, they actually have um, written programs and kind of things that you can buy and download. Oh, cool. Um, to help you walk through this. If this has been a lot of information for you, yeah, you can get it in a different format from them. Cool. It's awesome. Well, thanks. David and I now have to go gaze into each other's eyes, so I must go. Yes. <laughs> I'm expecting all of our <laughs> listeners to do the three-minute eye gaze and prayer. Uh, well, you can find um, things we've mentioned on our website at justaskyourmom.com and follow us on Facebook or Instagram and take five seconds to rate and review the podcast and share us with your friends and family. If you have topic suggestions, please send them to us at justaskyourmompodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time on Just Just Ask Ask Your Mom. Mom.